previously on the Roll Gay Roleplay Summer Camp Slasher. Welcome to Camp Nethermouth. I'm Paula. I'm the camp director here. I'm so happy to have you all here for the camp this summer. Are you excited? I'm excited. Totally excited, dude. And the person that drove you in, if he didn't introduce himself, is Rex. He's our cook and handyman, and he's not a very good talker, but he's a great driver, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. Yes, very good driver. Oh, you know I sat in the back, man. That's where all the real bumps hit. As you walk into the cabin with a light on, you see a young furbolg man. Hey, Derek. Hey, uh, you're my counselors this we this year, right? Welcome. This is my first time as a senior counselor, so I'm real excited. Uh, it's nice to meet everybody. Have, have you researched the camp before you came here? No, I don't. We were just, you know, given the invitation to come. Summer job's a summer job, buddy. So Camp Nethermouth, this is the first time it's been open in 20 years. It shut down 20 years ago because some campers went missing. Some campers died. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, did they ever say the cause of death for these campers? There was a outing at night with a counselor and a bunch of campers, and five of the campers went missing. The surviving campers and the counselor said that they saw a glowing face in the forest, and it was right when a new fog rolled in. So they couldn't really see anything aside from this glowing face floating in the forest. And when the fog dissipated, kids were missing. Uh, they also said they heard this weird mumbling noise as it was happening. That's a lot to process. Yeah, Paula was the camp counselor here 20 years ago as well, so this she feels really responsible. So as the night goes on, you all drift to sleep, and then the fog sets in. Rut row. Lisa Ben, you wake up to hear in the distance. Mumble, 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 mumble. Hey, sorry to bother you, but there is a weird floating face out the window. And I thought you should know. I'm still inside my little hut, and I say, uh, is that the, the legend that we were talking about earlier? And I, then I look out the window. Do I see it? Uh, you see a heavy fog, but no floating face. Yo, this is some, like, spooky shit, man. <laughs> I could have sworn there was a floating yellow face. I must have been dreaming. I go back <laughs> into my tiny hut, and I say, lights out! You wake up the next morning to two knocks at the door, and you hear, Alright, doors open! Mess hall breakfast is being served! Uh, it is, of course, Myra. From the rec center. Oh my god, are those pancakes, baby? Oh, they got syrup. Oh my god, guys, look, Myra. Mira, whatever the frick. Oh. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Paula has gone into town. She unlocked my door and left me a note, and it said that I'm in charge. When you're done with breakfast, I need you to help clean up and then help Rex load up all the stuff into the kitchen. Uh, you see a centaur woman that you have not met yet. And she'll, with a mouthful of pancakes, just go, Oh, hi there, how you doing? I'm Nurse Quinn. Uh, I'm the medic here on the camp. Nice to meet you all. I immediately, I chop and immediately run to her and I say, Quinn, girl, hi! And I go ahead and give her a big old hug while oh. she's eating. That's nice. Now I gotta sanitize my hands. I, I... Oh, she's one of those people. <laughs> I got like a real peculiar question for you. So, Oh. Did you see a floating head yesterday? I sure didn't know. Did 
did Derek tell you the stories? Oh, his his dad was here back when the camp was around the first time. So was I. So was Rex, actually. All A lot of us long-time nether mouthers. Yes, nice talking to you. I'll be in my nurse's cabin uh, should you need anything. But if you don't need anything, I'll see you at the next meal, okay? You all can finish your breakfast then, and you are on kitchen duty. Rex has written his menu out on the wall. There's also an allergy list that he has for each kid and counselor. He'll point to the allergy list and look at the three of you and grunt. Can can Lisa Ben note the allergy list for like people who have specific allergies? You know your allergy is peanuts. Uh, Derek, your counselor friend, your senior counselor, is allergic to seafood and milk. Camper Caleb is allergic to seafood. Rex begins wiping down tables and benches in the mess hall. Rex takes one of his fingers and swipes it across the liquid and rubs the crimson sauce in between his gums. He grimaces, unsure of what he just tasted. And now that we remember what happened in part one, we're going right back into the story. Here is the conclusion to Camp Nethermouth. After cleaning the tables in the mess hall, Rex comes back into the kitchen and he sees that everything has now been put away and the kitchen has been cleaned up. He will grunt towards the exit door, signaling for you all to leave. Ah, sweet, we can leave? Yeah, you're done. Thanks, man. Uh, Great, so what do you do once you're done with the mess hall? What did Myra ask you to do? Was it something with the eyes? Nurse. What did Myra ask us to do? I forgot, bitch. We had to go see if the nurse. We did Uh, the ice, right? Yeah, you've done the cooler. You've put all the food away. And the next thing was to check on Nurse Quinn, right? See if she needed anything. Okay. I say, uh, you know what, friends? Uh, we did. We were told to go tr- check on uh, Nurse Quinn, you know, homegirl over there. So I say, let's head on over that way and see if we can uh, give her a helping hand. Makes sense. Uh, the four of you will make it uh, on foot with full bellies over to Nurse Quinn's nurse station. It's got a little white circle with a red cross on it and a screen door and a big wooden door. So double door doesn't want to get the flies in. The big door is open. The screen door is shut. Do you knock or do you walk in? Walk in. Knock. She seems persnickety. I walk in. Okay. (laughs) I say, hey, girl, like loud. So Ralph knocks and then Choppin walks in. Oh my, you scared me there. And she shuts her drawer on her desk really quick. She says, Jesus. Whew, I was having a little personal time there looking at uh, my personal notes. How you, what are you doing? Is everyone okay? You hurt? Got a tummy ache? Was it a lot of pancakes? What kind of personal notes do you have to look at? We haven't even started camp. I'm just going over some things that was still here in the cabin from last time I was the nurse here. So I, I just didn't realize I didn't clean out all my stuff. So it's medical things for old campers that I can't tell you about because I hippos. Not hippos. I hate you. <laughs> okay, well, uh, so uh, Madam Paula, she told us that we needed to come check in on you. Just make sure that you were doing good uh, and to assist you in any way that we needed to. Oh, no. Um, no, specifically, I, will don't, I don't need extra hands in my area because that's something i have to sanitize then so if you could just get out unless you're sick and then i can help you and put you into one of the rooms and then we can examine but i don't need help i'm good thank you so much for that but don't touch things 
Okay. I would like to make sure that you have EpiPens or something similar, as I noticed that one of the camp counselors is allergic to seafood, and we are having seafood tonight for dinner. Oh, yes, I am aware to have an allergy list right here. So don't worry about that. I have that secured in my notes. Uh, again, that's medical information about our campers that I can't give you because of hippo. Well, uh, your friend over there, uh, Rex is his name, I think. Uh, he wrote the allergies right on the wall. Yeah. I gave him a secured PDF file that he was supposed to just look at on the computer. Um, I put my hands, I put my hands directly on my hips and I start tapping my shoe and I say, Nurse Quinn, you, you seem like a, a woman of knowledge and education. You definitely uh, are a studied woman. It just, it just bothers me that you thought for a second a person like Rex was going to be able to access and adequately um, uh, utilize a secured PDF. Be so mean to him. Yeah, but we we were coworkers a long time, and we went to we him and I camped here together as campers a long time ago. So we've got a history, and I did trust him. But writing it on the wall is yep, just directly on the wall. And I mean, he doesn't have the pa- you, Rex doesn't even have the patience to talk in complete sentences. So I don't th- think that he has the patience to print out a PDF file. Okay. But the good news is he knows exactly who's allergic to what and knows what not to serve. And that's important, right? So you said Derek's allergic to seafood, and that's what I also have on my paper. So so I, I understand why you wouldn't want everyone to know everyone's allergies as far as, you know, assassinations go. That would be an easy way to assassinate someone. <laughs> However... Wouldn't it benefit the entire crew to know what all the campers' allergies are to keep them safe? If I were to, say, offer a trail mix to a student who has a wheat allergy, but I did not know they had a wheat allergy... You will be notified of the allergens within your cabin, and you will be responsible. And I'll give you both the food and the nature allergies. We have one coming in. His his name is... is bb her name is bb shit i forgot i didn't write the pronouns down but bb is allergic to ragweed and tree pollen so that's a lot of things around here and that's going to be a troublesome one <laughs> why is she going so why is she coming to it i don't know i was i was confused by that one too but you know bb's parents said that was okay so we're gonna just we're gonna treat it so ragweed and tree but i, I mean but BB also, you don't know which kid that is either, because there's no actual like name, their initials, you know. So there's just things that I know that I I'll tell you when you need to know them. But like for food, you don't need to know what not to feed them, because we have special things made for them. So don't worry about that. You'll be responsible for not making sure they eat the plants they're allergic to, like ragweed. <laughs> Make sure humble, don't eat a tree. <laughs> Make sure Derek doesn't eat a flower. So uh, you'll get your list of campers and potential allergens when you get them. We haven't assigned you anything yet. So just leave my cabin alone. Thank you so much. And don't touch anything. I'm just going to get the sanitizer real quick. Can you, is there anything you need? Or you can just go do your thing. As she turns her back, Lisa Ben is going to use her trunk and just wipe it all over the desk. Roll, roll, roll stealth. 
No. Yes. Okay. Ugh, how stealthy. <gasps> Oop, nat 20. Nice! Great. Okay. Then she does not notice and ushers you out, but not actually touching you, just being like air ushering. Goodbye. Bye, girl. Cheese and crackers. As you leave, she shuts the screen door and then the big wooden door. And you hear a click lock from the other side. Man, this campsite is covered in locks. You would think that they just wouldn't have the camp in the same location where the five (laughs) kids died. But that just seems too much like, right? Uh, Did I I, uh, notice Lisa Ben take those things or no? She didn't take anything. She just rubbed her trunk all over the desk to be dirty. Yeah, she's just being gross to be gross. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I say, well, uh, Ralphie and uh, Lisa ben uh, what's, what what's next on the agenda? We go to the lake. Hang out with Myra. Nice. Yeah, we grab life jackets and go to the lake. All right. Well, uh, first I need to go change, so I'm, I'm going to do that. Okay. And I walk over to our uh, camp uh, cabin, and I uh, step out in a um, a really long, like obnoxiously long, asymmetrical vermilion dress uh, with a really long train. And I say, yes, this is my swimming outfit. And oh, yeah, I'm wearing like black thigh high boots as well. And I say, okay, I'm ready to go swimming, y'all. That doesn't seem very efficient for swimming. To be honest with you, to be really honest with you, Lisa Ben, I, I, I had the wrong idea. I thought this was fashion camp, so <laughs> we just we're just going to um, accommodate ourselves and get our uh, and, you know get ourselves accustomed to the fact that this is not fashion camp. So um, yeah, I mean, you look fabulous. Thank you. See, thank you. It's you know dressed from head to toe. And I pick up my the, the longer end of my dress that's at the back, and I swing it around my body as I turn and start walking towards the lake. Strut. Uh, does anyone else need to change at all? Yes. Lisa Ben is going to change into a full body suit, bathing suit, that goes uh, middle thigh. What are, those, what are those called? Like those, those old-timey... Like- Bathing suits. Like waiter suits or whatever. And it's striped. Yes. Yeah. Like a romper almost. Yeah. The old timey 20s romper. Yeah. Romper bathing suit. So as you change into your gear, you can make your way down to the docks. There's a small rickety building. Uh, Inside there will be life jackets. On the outside, there are some canoes uh, fixed to the building. And as you're approaching, you see a long dock extend out into a river where Myra is currently on an inflatable tube, just relaxing with sunglasses on. Lisa Ben will run the length of the dock and say, cannonball. (laughs) Great. Lisa Ben jumps in and a huge splash of water comes out. Myra will go, oh, shit. Oh, Okay, I'm glad that was real. I thought I was way too high. All right. Oh, you guys done? Nice. Uh, Rest of the day to just chill in the lake. 
Hey, Myra girls. So, you know, just, a, you know, a few weird things that have been happening around the camp. Oh. I, th- I just think I need to bring it to your attention. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Nurse uh, Quinn brought it to our attention that, uh, um, in fact, they we do follow HEPO's uh, uh, regulations here at this camp. And uh, did you know that Rex was in direct violation of HEPO's uh, by writing the children's uh, um, allergies directly on the wall? And I just think, you know, since you're the uh, you're, you're the person in charge, you definitely need to know about that because, uh, you know, if I guess the FBI came yeah. in and saw that, you know, we'd be direct infraction and, you know, close down the camp again, except I guess for a better reason, because it's not murder. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Myra will snap her fingers and finger gun in your direction. And she'd be like, got it. Uh, when she does the fair gun, I like move my shoulder and like dodge it. Um, yeah, and I, cause I don't know. I'm just a little on edge right now. If we could just not do things like that, so uh, whatever, you know, like crazy. Um, so also, uh, while we're at it, um, what's the plan until the campers get here? Oh, I can do that too. And Lisa Ben fills her trunk full of water and sprays it directly at Ralph. Yes, shower. Ralph didn't change. He's wearing his board shorts from the beginning. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I figured Paula would be back by now. Uh, We don't get many afternoons off at this camp, so why don't we just enjoy it? Play in the river. Don't do anything. Just have some fun. It's going to be a lot of work from here on out. Uh, I'm going to try and get myself to shore real slowly. Lisa Ben is very much enjoying herself in the water. See, she gets it. Yeah. So's Ralph. Ralph's boogie boarding. Yes. Yes, you're going to be so fun for the campers. Lisa Ben's trying to swim around Ralph to create waves. Um, I pull out a notepad from my purse, and I say, so we're not going to fix this uh, hippo's uh, violation infraction? No, because look, Rex has always written things on the walls. That's how he used to do it. And back when the camp was first open, there was no hippo's rules. Okay, so we didn't have to follow hippo. And honestly, that's how he remembers things. So if he remembers not to feed kids what they're allergic to, I don't give a shit if he writes on the wall. Plus, he makes a hell of a pancake, you know? Hmm. Uh, and I just would like to let you know that I uh, did try to warn you about the Hebos violation, and I am uh, telling you that I will not be in direct infraction of that Hebos violation. And as I say that, you hear a click, <laughs> and then I put my recording device back in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about her. I think she's just paranoid about assassins. You know, dot your eyes and cross your T's. I will not be the one that they come to tease. All right? Yep. Damn. Got it. At some point, Derek will also come down and just, hey, cannonball, huh? And jump into the river. Nice. And after a while, as you're playing in the river, Derek and Myra will kind of look at each other. Uh, Paula should be back. Yeah, she doesn't normally take this long in town. I mean, I know it's a few hours away, but why don't we all, let's, let's all head back in and we'll go check with Paula, see what she needs us to do, and then we should be good for dinner, all right? Great. Have y'all tried giving her a ring, giving her a little call? Yeah, my phone's in my cabin. We try and leave all electronic devices in our cabins. 
especially when the campers are here because we want them to experience nature, not, you know, candy matching, crushing, playing with the cat ears. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, well, we'll meet you right on back over at the uh, at, at the mess hall and we'll get ready for dinner. Um, so. All right. I- Flip my dress around and head on back. As Derek's trying to get out of the water, Lisa Ben is going to spray him directly in the face with water. Ah, that's a strong trunk you got there. (laughs) Yes, don't forget that. I'm going to store some water in there in case there is a fire in our cabin when you lock us in. Do you think someone's going to start a fire? Why do you keep saying that? Because it is a fire hazard. It is a direct fire hazard to be locked inside a building. In my town that I'm from had a great fire, and it was devastating. Um, sorry. Yeah, I'll look out for a fire too, but your water trunk was probably better. Uh, Let's let's just get dry, and we can go check on Paula and see what she wants us to do before dinner, okay? Okay. And Derek's a furbog, right? Yes. So he's quite big as well. He is, yes. There's, There's quite a few big people in here. Because Nurse Quinn is a centaur, Rex is a bugbear, and owlins aren't small. Yes, they are, aren't they? So, no, I, th- I feel like owlins are still like six feet. Oh. Okay. And I don't know how tall lizard folk are, but Myra is lizard folk. So yeah, everyone, there's no one like super tiny here. Uh, then great, you dry yourselves off and make your way over to Paula's cabin. As Derek knocks on the door, there is no answer. I need all of you to make me a perception check, please. Perception 22. I would say he sobered up over the course of the day. Oh, I got another nat yeah. 20, so 25. Still only a 7. Wow. Okay. Ralph and Derek will stay at the front door, just waiting for an answer. And Choppin and Lisa Ben will go over to the windows. As you peer in, Choppin, you realize that there is a pool of red liquid on the floor. Lisa Ben, your vantage point is just a little bit better. And you see Paula is leaned over a table, blood all over her. Oh my god. All over the floor. What do you do? Scream. Ah, what? What? Do you see the blood? Blood? No, I'm at the door. What are you talking? What do you see? And Derek will rush over and go, oh, 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 God. Yes, it seems that Paula is dead, or will be soon if she doesn't get immediate medical attention. Go get Nurse Quinn. I'm going to try and get in. And Derek will run over to the door and start trying to jiggle the handle, and it is locked. I cast a spell, and it's called Phantom Steed. And I'm going to use this horse to kick down the door. Incredible. Oh, if you want to do a strength check, that can. can. Let's do it. Strength check. Yeah. Horses are fucking strong. Should I use my strength or the horse's strength? The horse's strength. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dirty 20. Okay. Yeah, your horse successfully kicks down the door and Derek rushes in. Paula! Paula! Oh, the scene is graphic. Wait, do you guys walk in with him, or do you leave? Yes. Oh, yeah, I immediately walk in. Oh, okay. my God. Paula. Yeah, as you all walk in, Paula is hunched over her table, sitting at a chair. Blood is everywhere. There are multiple stab wounds across her back and neck. 
and she is lying lifeless with her eyes open on the table. And Derek says, I don't think we need Nurse Quinn. Yeah, she said she can't help if they're dead. Paula's dead. Mm, Yeah. She said to get Paula if somebody is dead. But what happens when Paula's dead? That's a great question. I I, uh, immediately walk over to Paula and I feel um, different parts of her body, like so, like her neck, her wrist, her head. Is her body cold or warm? She, her body is cold. I say, so, uh, hey, friends, this happened a while ago. She been like this. And I say, it's, it, you know, pardon me. And it, this might seem a little rude, but I go and I check, like, does she have a purse or like a wallet or anything? She has a fanny pack, yeah, hanging on the wall. I look through her fanny pack. Do I see any receipts or anything like that from the shopping she did today? Uh, no, you do not find any receipts or shopping done. No. Interesting. Hey, y'all, I don't... I, you, it, just, it could be me. I don't know. Like, I'm not like a detective or whatever. Um, and I'm recording all of this. Cover your ass. You, it, hello, CYA. I don't, I don't even think that she actually went... I don't think she went to the store today, y'all. Um, so there's that. Then where is the car? And I look at Derek. I don't know. There's the keys are still on the key hook there. I haven't seen the car. I pick up the keys and I check. Are they all there? Specifically, the car key is still there. Hmm. Uh, so we have a cold body, no shopping list. I immediately say, you know what? We have, we have, uh, we have an emergency on our hands. This is death number seven, uh, you know, or death number six of uh, this Camp Nevermouth. Uh, Derek, I need you to do something for me real fast. And you need to urgently call every family of every camper. And they, we're, we're closing this bitch down. Okay, um, I'll, I'll go grab the phones. I'll be right back. And Derek runs off. I think that's an excellent call. Lisa Ben Ad and uh, Ralphie, best friends. I, I, you know, like this, this happened, and we're gonna, we're gonna get through this together. Uh, we're all. Let, we need to find Myra, and we need to alert Myra since she will be the new leader of what just happened. Mm-hmm. While we're doing that, I am going to call the police and see if we can get them here for the investigation. I am going to go look for a phone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, no reception here for cell phones, unfortunately. There's no landline or anything. That is what Derek ran off to look for, actually. And we sent so. him off by himself. Immediately truck it after him. No one should be alone. Yeah. You hear the click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack of my heels. Okay. As he runs off, I'm going to look in, like, around the room. Is there a refrigerator or anything? There is a personal kitchen, yes. Can I search for a cherry vanilla Coke? Of course. Uh, roll investigation for me. 16. You push past the celery and find a secret stash of Cokes. So you can find the vanilla whatever Coke you're looking for. Okay, I grab it. Great. And then I follow, and then I run after them. Okay. Then the four of you make it to the communication center in the camp, and as you swing the door open, you see Derek there and a bunch of smashed equipment. I can't get anything to work. It's been destroyed. That's not good news. Do you know who destroyed this, Derek? No, it was destroyed before I got here. I promise. Insight? 
Yeah, go for it. 13. You believe him then. Say, uh, well, you know what? It's, it's been real. How about this? We, uh, we all, uh, grab that, grab those keys, pack it on up. Uh, you get Myra, Rex, and them, and Nurse Quinn, and we all, uh, take that good old van out of here. And yeah. then we can get to the nearest town and, um, alert the authorities and, uh, tell the families that they won't be coming. Well, my dear Chopin, one of us may be the killer. I don't think that we should grab everyone and bring them with us, as they might just kill all the rest of us. Well, I mean, and I brandished my wand. I said, I, I'm, I'm no fool. Uh, I, I'm aware of that. But I do think that being, uh, you know, in a small campground with dark shit all around us, as opposed to a bustling city, you know, I think our chances of survival are a little better out there. Uh, so you go, uh, we'll, we'll you stick together. Let's go, uh, let's, let's go, uh, grab everybody and let's, let's head on out. I think that we need to investigate to see who did this. I don't think that that's our job. We can just alert the local authorities. I'm gonna agree. Yeah, I'm not trying to die here. So... Um, because you know what I'm really scared of? I'm scared it's going to be like that fucking movie we watched where like we go to the car and all the tires are like fucked. Um, so, um, I, uh, I push everyone out of the communications room and I say, first stop, we need to go find all of our, uh, compatriots and yeah, we, yeah. we need to, uh, get round everybody up so we can get on out of here. Well, I think we will have to go back in the room with the dead body because the keys are there. Oh, I'm not scared of no dead body. I'm scared of the ones living around us that, uh, you know, can kill this body. So uh, I walk back to Paula's thing. And as I walk in, I get curious, I guess. And I kind of, I'm going to do an investigation check just to see if I see, like, any clues. Okay, go ahead and roll. 17. As you're going for the keys you see that there is a picture hung above the wall. As you look at it, it is the last time this camp was open, a shot of all the campers, camp counselors, and staff. You can see Rex there, Myra, Nurse Quinn, and Paula, all in the picture, along with campers. As you look a little bit closer, you see five of the campers have little red X's from Paula's blood crossed across their face that's gory and i'm living okay uh okay well um and first of all i look at the picture and i look at paula i say paula you are cute girl yes slay mama i take the picture and i don't know do i i examine it just a little bit harder and do i see anything that's off about the picture yeah it's got you can you can tell it's got a weird it's a faint but kind of gross smell to it. That's about all you're going to get. Is that faint but gross smell smell familiar? Because I've hugged everyone on this, on this in this camp, so it I'm sure I've not. smelled them. Fuck. Okay. All right. So I say, okay, great. So I grab the keys or grab the picture, um, look at Paula again. I say, girl, we're going we gonna to get you some justice, girl. Um, and I run out to go find the rest of the gang. Okay. Where are you trying to find? What's your next move? So I want the rest of the gang to get there and so we can get to the so we can get to the car and we can leave. 
no, we got to find the car because it's not parked where it should be. And we have to figure out what to do before sundown. I'm real nervous about what would happen at nighttime. Don't want to be outside. But we need to leave now. Someone told us that she had left to go shopping. Myra did, yes. Oh, yes. I went to find Myra. Do you want that to be your first move? Go to the rec center? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ralph's just following. Great. Then as you guys are running over to the rec center, everyone make me a perception check. Ew, gross. Nine for chopping. Perception. Eight. Four. Lisa Ben. <sighs> Fucking five. Y'all great, great. shit is bad. <laughs> yeah. I have advantage, so in that they even got an eight. Well then. Uh, lovely. You make your way over to the rec center and you see that the lights are on in there. What would you like to do? I kick the door open. <laughs> okay, great. You broke the fucking door. So then the rec center is open. The lights are on. No one is in there, however. I yell out for Rex. I say, Rex? Myra? Anybody? You don't hear an answer. I say, bitches, they fucking here. Um, I'm running out of patience. If anything, we need to round up all these hoes and at least be sleeping in the same, uh, be in the same area so that just in case one of these people really are the killer, then they cannot pick us off one by one. We all need to be together. Or they're already picking us off. Who the fuck? Derek! Uh... Derek! <laughs> Chit up, bitch. I'm just saying. Okay, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Myra doesn't leave the lights on. Myra? Oh, fuck. I go, I say the the lake, go go to the lake. Oh, hey, Choppin, I have something for you. Here you go. This is for earlier, remember? When you were right and I was wrong? And she hands Choppin the vanilla cherry Coke. I mean, with the speed that I un- like un 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 top bottle whatever the fuck, like I I I rip that bitch off and chug it. I love it, and I, I am refreshed with a new vigor. <laughs> and I say, okay, thank you. You know, I I, I you call it my intuition. You know, I'm a woman, so you know we we're really good about these things. We should not divide and conquer. We should go to the lake because that is where she was last seen. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. And Derek will step back a little bit and you hear a crinkle of plastic wrap underneath Derek's foot. The fuck? Did somebody open the science kits? Maybe some investigation rolls would be great. Um Choppin got a sixteen. Twelve. It was a nineteen, it was a nat twenty. Then yeah, as Derek steps back and some plastic crinkles beneath his shoe. You all look around and realize that the rec room is not exactly as you left it. The art supplies cabinet has been opened and all of the science kits, all of the science kits have been opened from their plastic wrap. That is exactly what Myra said not to do. Exactly. Um, As you look further, because Katie, that was a very good investigation. So... Ralph, as you look into the cabinet, you realize that all of the yellow and all of the green paint is missing. That's really weird, bro. What's going on here? 
Well, it looks like somebody stole all of the yellow and green paint and opened up all of the science kits and left the lights on and Myra's nowhere to be found. Uh, hey, Derek, uh, is there any significance to the yellow and green paint being missing? Illuminate us, please. I'm not sure, but I think we're starting to piece things together. We've got one place to visit before sundown, and then we have to lock ourselves in the cabin. We have to be safe. Unless, do you plan on staying out after sundown? I mean, I really don't want to. I pull out a, and y'all see it, it is an emerald green studded for the gods with rhinestones slingshot. And I say, I got a few tricks up my sleeve. Lisa Ben says, <sighs> Okay. Yeah, me too. And she unsee- unsheathes her two uh, short swords. They're moon-touched that shine brightly. A pale blue color. Okay. If you guys are confident, then I guess I will be too. Shing. But I, this doesn't sound like a good idea, but I think we need to split up. Nope. Absolutely not. You're sticking with us. Nope. No splitting up. Absolutely not. We, nope. can get, we can get this done if we both go to different places. I, I know what I'm looking for. I just... Do you, do you understand, though, that, like, if we split up, there's a chance that you could be dead? And that just doesn't sit well with me. And you hear a boop as I, as I sit that recording down. I will go with Derek. But then that leaves little old me um, with Ralph. And Ralph, as much as I think you're just a sweetheart, you don't feel like my protector. Lisa Ben... You know, you're given, you're serving very much shield for me, so. Do you want Ralph to go with Derek, then? I think that would be best, you know. Guys, I can handle myself. I'm, I'm okay. And Derek will look at the chemistry sets, and can you explain what you saw last night? You said you saw something, right, Lisa Ben? What did you see exactly? I saw a floating yellow bright face glowing yellow like phosphorus what's missing from the science kits phosphorus oh something's not right i kind of feel like we shouldn't split up now because i don't want to die like i really don't want to die either i think it was a terrible idea to reopen the camp yeah well Derek, tell me what you were looking for. You said you knew exactly what you were looking for. What was that? Uh, the glowing. I was trying to figure out what was in the can, what was in the chemistry set that would mix with paint, and phosphorus would make a glowing paint, which means that someone planned this. Well, I don't think that it could be you because when I saw or possibly dreamt of the glowing yellow face, you were asleep in our cabin. Right, and assuming that what you saw is what caused all of this, then I trust the three of you. But that still leaves a few people I don't trust. I would like to know who looked at the note that Myra sent us, that Myra showed us. She showed it to Ralph. Ralph, remember the note that Myra showed you? Sorry, just got a lot of dead bodies on my brain, guys. Yeah, understandable. Did that handwriting look anything like the handwriting on the wall 
that Rex wrote of the allergies. I have really bad memory from just stuff. <laughs> Can you have... Yeah, why don't you roll history with disadvantage? Only, only Ralph. One. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you... Ralph has also been eating can of but- dank themes butter. So, Ralph, I'm sorry, you have no idea. So the car's not here. We need to get to the van, right? The van's not here. We can try the mess hall and see if Rex maybe has it. Or we can go to Nurse Quinn and see if the nurse's cabin has it. Or we can go to the docks and, I don't know, canoe the fuck out of here. I mean, do we need to solve it? I'm okay with leaving. No, there's people's lives. They're not all killers. Some of them are probably innocent and need to be saved. Fuck. I don't know what to do, guys. Docks, mess hall, or nurse's cabin. Where do you want to go? Let's go save Rex. Yes, let's go save Rex. Yeah. But still, I can't believe we're just staying here and not leaving. Well, maybe Myra is in the mess hall having dinner. We are supposed to have surf and turf tonight. Yeah, that's right. Uh, surf for me. But yeah, I am kind of hungry. You mean just turf, right? No, surf. I can't eat most meat, but seafood's fine. Interesting. Let's go. Then, as the sun begins to set, a purpley-pink hue hits the sky. This will be your last time outdoors before the sun does set. Uh, As you get to the mess hall, what do you do? Is there anyone there? Just open the door. Great. Yeah, as you open the door, again, the lights are on, and you hear some noise coming from the kitchen. Just a consistent humming of the fan over the stove. But no one is in the mess hall. The lights are on, though. And that fan, was that there before? It was not. Um, chopping immediately says, bitch, some changed, some changed. I don't like it. I go into the kitchen. I pull out my emerald wand ready to zap a bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, what do I see when I walk in? Uh, as you enter the kitchen, the kitchen seems empty. The fan is on and there are bowls of thawed shrimp and there's thawed skirt steak on the counter. The oven, however, is on and very, very hot. I turn it off immediately. Okay. Lisa Ben turns the fan off. Okay. Um, and I look around. Uh, can I do an investigation to see where Re- if Rex is here? I think that's a great idea. Son of a bitch. Five. Can I help? Can I help? Yeah, I'm going to roll too. I've got a flashlight that I whip out of my bag. 19. Please, please, please. Please don't be in the oven. I got a fucking three again. Please. Okay. So as the oven gets turned off, the fan gets turned off, Ralph starts eating away at the vegetables that have yet to be cooked. And Lisa Ben, you can see that at the freezer, there is a broom wedged into the door, keeping it shut. Hey, it looks like somebody is trying to ice someone out. Or in. And she points at the broom. Or, or, just hear me out. It's a trap. No, fuck that. And I do a, I run 
uh, towards that broom, and I do like a flying kick at it to kick it out of the way. <laughs> okay. All three of you make a perception check real quick. Oh, Ralph is scared out of his mind. Like... So not you. <laughs> I got a 16, though. 24. Oh. Okay. So all three of you see, as soon as the chop goes through the broomstick, Derek flinches and kind of curls up into a ball, hiding himself and making himself as small as possible. You break the broomstick. The door is able to be opened and cracks just a bit. What do you do? I cast Mage Hand and I step away from the door to open it. Lisa Ben shoots a dirty look at Derek. Mm. Derek is too coward and fear to care about what you're doing to him. But as the Mage Hand swings the freezer door open, Rex's frozen body falls forward onto the ground, smashing into pieces. Well. Oh! Ah! Oh, God. We need to go. Now. We need to get out of here. I forget about Myra. We were friends, but it's been a day, and I'm... I can't do this. Yeah, agreed. We need to find a van and get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna, like, shit myself, dude. No, we have to save Myra. She was nice to you, Ralph. How could you just turn your back on your so-called buddy? I think me acting would be to make myself feel better and not in any way, shape, or form help Myra at all. (laughs) I will say, with the phosphorus missing, being a scientist and all, she would know that that would create a glowing yellow with the paint. You know, as she mentioned many times, she did used to be a scientist. Mm. But I knew that, and I'm not a scientist, so... Yeah, there is something weird about that. She had access to everything. As did Nurse Quinn. I guess so. I don't really care who's doing what, and I love both of them. They were very nice since I've started working here, but I think I'm going to value my own life more. Can we get out of here? Well, Derek, you can leave if you need to, you know, go do baby stuff for babies. Uh, Feel free to grab a canoe and run off, but I'm going to save... Either Myra or Nurse Quinn. Honestly? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Good luck, everyone. I'm heading straight to the docks, and I'm getting out of here. Do we want to accompany him to the docks to search for Myra, or would we like to go? We like so. to go. Okay, it is dark outside now, so... And she pulls her, her <sighs> yeah. swords out. I don't think we should leave. I think... I am here for keeping the friends that we know are alive, alive. And so if that means that we need to stick with Derek, I think we should stick with Derek. You're the only one that wants to stay here. All right, let's go with Derek to the docks. The four of you make your way out of the mess hall and into the dark forest. As you're walking through, slowly, cautiously, the fog begins to set in. I need everyone to make me a perception check. Nine. Not 20. I'm 19. Okay, some pretty good perception rolls, actually. As the fog sets in, the fog doesn't smell like a natural fog to you, especially to you, Chopin, who's used to being on stage. You recognize the smell to be more of a manufactured fog machine type of smell, which is a very distinct smell. Right. As you're making your way into the fog, you see just ahead a small light hanging off the side of the building at the docks. 
Derek says, there it is. Uh, I'm going to make a run for it. Is everyone ready to run? Yes. Wait, wait. Uh, hold on. Lisa Ben casts a flock of familiars, and it's okay. going to conjure three oxpeckers, which are the birds that chill out on elephants. Incredible. Let me, let me yeah. send my birds to see what, what's there. And so I can send them forward to the docks and I can telepathically communicate with them and share their visual or auditory senses while they're within a mile of me. Cool. Perfect. Okay, Miss Girl. Then you send your birds forward directly at eye level towards the docks. As they approach, the fog dissipates and they have a clear view of the dock building when suddenly a thin net slings over them and slams them to the ground. Uh, you can hear the squawking of the birds, but they are now completely captured and, and on the ground. And with the squawking, Derek will say, Oh, shit. Do we run away? I think we run away, right? Yeah. No, no, no. We need to know what set that trap. Yeah, did I see, like, could I tell that that was thrown by someone? Was it fumbly, or was it, like, a trap set to fling a net out? It seemed more like a reaction to their approach than a throw. It, it was far too precise to be just a throw. Well, I think that we have set off the trap, so we are safe to go up to at least where they are. I just need someone to tell me what to do, man. I don't, I don't even think I can think anymore. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Then the four of you cautiously approach and go through the fog, just as the birds did. You do see they set off a trap. There was a, a net in place that slammed over them as soon as they got close. Uh, if you had approached, you probably would have met the same fate. However, the birds took the fall for you. You are within reach of the dock building, and Derek runs directly into it and leaves the door open. Um, yeah. Perception. Is there someone waiting in there for us? Do I hear any music going, ding, 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 ding? Yeah, if you want to cautiously approach, then you can roll perception. Yeah. But anyone that runs in directly, go ahead and run in. I got a 10. Yeah, Lisa, Ben will just walk in. Yeah, I'm going to step in. Uh, then with a 10, you see all of your friends run in, Ralph, and you don't hear anything. What do you do? Go in. <laughs> at the end. Fair. Slowly make your way in to a dark docks, and the door slams behind you, and you hear a click of a lock. Fuck. The room is dark. Who has dark vision? I have, my, I, I have my swords out so everybody can see within 15 feet, uh, 30 feet. Oh. An, an additional 15 feet dim light. Then you are all in the dock building and can see each other. It is a 20 by 20 foot building. It is small. And it was Derek who locked the door from the inside. I just, I keep the lock on me from the cabins. Okay, Jamie Curtis. Let's go. Final girl hashtag. Yes. He puts up his peace signs. <laughs> So yeah, you're in the dock building. Uh, there are life jackets. Uh, everyone roll me an investigation real quick. Not 20. 17. Um, investigation. 
16. Then all three of you can notice that there is an extension cord going from an outlet within the dock building outside towards the forest. Lisa Ben, you also notice that there is a soft blanket on the ground in the corner that has a pungent, sharp smell to it. Almost like a garlic-like smell. That must be the phosphorus. And she unplugs the extension cord. Very good. Smart. There is a light whir that was coming from the forest that is no longer occurring. Okay, so we have a smelly blanket and a fog machine. We still have dead people. So what do we do now? That blanket smells. Will somebody see what's under it? I think it's phosphorus, but just to be for sure. I just, there's so much. Okay, I'll do it. And she takes her sword and throws the blanket off the pile of whatever. Yeah, underneath is a pile of buoys that you would use out in the lake. But the blanket is specifically what smells, and you do recognize it as a phosphorus-like smell. Uh, There's even a bit of a glowy yellow-green coloration on it as you move it over. This must be what was making the faces. Is there a face painted on the blanket? There is not. Is there a face painted on the buoys? No. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) A little buoy. Yeah, is there anything like reflective or like a... Like a anchor or something? Uh, there's no anchors there, no. But there are like lines that you could use on the canoes. The canoe's on the outside of the building, though. So if you'd like to grab a canoe, you'd have to go outside. You know how your birds got trapped? Yes. What if we set one? I like this. Does anyone have a way that we can trap this fog mumbler? I don't mind using myself as bait. Because I have an idea, but I need to know, can you set a trap? I can cast mirror image. And it duplicates me. Is there like a boat lift? Oh, to like lift a big canoe into the water? Yeah. Sure. Uh, You've got a lot at your disposal here. So however you can make a trap, I I think we can catch this thing. Bonk. So... You three figure out how you can make a trap. There's one last clue that I think we missed, and I'm, I'm going to go grab it, and I need you to trust me. Uh, does anyone else have a plan? Hey, hey, Derek. Hey, Derek. I'm just curious. Yeah? Whatever happened to your father? You're asking now? Well, he's back at my house, uh, still married to my mom. He works in finance now. Got out of the forest game after what happened. Oh, okay. How's he... Is that realistic? I am I mean, I guess. I don't know. What does your dad do and make? And is it realistic? <laughs> is that realistic? I mean, fair enough, buddy. <laughs> I mean, real talk. I'm 35 and I don't know what my dad does. So you guys can set a trap. I'm fine to be the bait. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. Choppin, are you able to quickly dig a hole with your hand thingy? Absolutely. Okay. Maybe we can dig a hole, put this phosphorus blanket over it, put some dirt over it, and maybe you can bait the killer here, and we can trap them. 
Oh, yeah, sounds great. Okay. And I begin doing that. Great. And you can probably use your mage hand from within the building on the outside, right? Yeah. You don't even need to leave. Just let it do the work. Just a flick of the wrist. Derek's going to unlock the door and take the lock off, put the key inside, and toss it to Lisa Ben and say, lock this behind me and lock this after you're done setting the trap. I'll get the monster here, but if I don't make it, don't make yourselves victims, okay? Don't tell me what to do. No (sighs) one should be a hero. (laughs) I'm not trying to be, but I would like the four of us to live, so... And and also Myra, or Nurse Quinn. Yeah, I'm going to go run and check on Nurse Quinn now. No, you're not. It's the one place we haven't been yet. I think it's the right place to go. I'll be fine. Then if you're going to go, then we're all going to go. Because I don't want you dead, kid. All right. As long as all of you can run fast, we can all lure the fog mumbler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's try that. Okay. Well, then give me the lock back. I like that. It's my lock. Lisa Ben tosses it to him. Derek unlocks the door. And before he opens it, he says, we're going to run full speed. No stopping. No looking back. Okay? All right, I, I like that we didn't get confirmation. That's good. Let's go. Let's go. Derek swings the door open, and the sprint begins. I need you all to make me an athletics roll, please. 19. Fuck. I got a 14. Oh, no. You saw that? You saw that, Elizabeth? <laughs> I rolled a natural one. Okay. Derek rolled a 17. So, as the four of you are running, you hear from the distance... Mumble, 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 mumble. It gets closer and closer. Unfortunately, only three of you are wearing the proper footwear to make this sprint. Lisa Ben, Ralph, and Derek continue through the fog when suddenly Choppin falls. Duh. As you hear Choppin call out, you turn back and see Choppin dragged back towards the docks. No longer in your sight. Derek says, We don't have time. Keep running. What do the two of you do? Oh, go. Lisa Ben stops. Ralph and Derek continue on and make it all the way to the nurse's cabin. Lisa Ben, you stopped. You no longer see anyone in the forest. She runs in the direction that Chopin was dragged. Great. I need you to roll me an investigation. 13. And then a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. Six. Ooh. All right, Lisa Ben, as you cautiously approach the dock, you realize that the fog has begun to disappear. The door to the docks is still wide open. You peer to the left and to the right, but can't quite see anything. As you go to check on the trap that you've set, You feel a sharp stabbing in the back of your neck. As you swing around to try and see what happened, your vision begins to fade and you fall to the ground. Back at the nurse's station, Ralph and Derek have finally made it. Four began the sprint, only two have arrived. Does she have a car? Uh, The doors are unlocked. The lights are on. 
And you see the van sitting by the door. Okay. And Derek goes, shit, who has the keys? Choppin has the keys. I do. Fuck. Uh, can I hotwire? Yeah, um, why don't you work on hotwiring the car? I don't think anyone's in here. I'm gonna go run in and just check one thing. See what you could do, okay? Derek runs off into the nurse's station, and I don't know, there's not a mechanics check. Survival? What's it? Yeah, let's go survival. I like that. Uh, give me a survival roll. Ralph. Okay. God, a 15. All these mediocre rolls. Okay. I'm actually not mad at a 15. Right? Okay, so here's what happens. As you're working on the hot wire, the fog begins to set in again. The same smell that hit you all becomes more and more apparent. In your panic, somehow the ignition sparks, and you get the car started. Derek is seen running out of Nurse Quinn Station with paper in hand, jumps in the car, and locks the door. And he looks at you and says, Look, it's your call here. We can leave right now, and we survive this. Or we can go back for them. It's up to you. <sighs> Shit, buddy. I think we're going to go back. Are you serious? Hit him. Hit him with the car. Hit him with the car. Right? Just hit him with the car. Oh, God. I really thought you were going to let us leave. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's, like, lock the doors and buckle up our seatbelts and... Have one door ready to open. Ready to open and get away. We're getting them in the car and then we're fucking leaving. All right. I'll take the steering wheel. You take the door. Sound good? Uh, you drive? Yeah, I can drive. Do you drive? Yeah. Of course, of course I drive. Of course I drive. Okay, do you want to drive then? Yeah. And I'll do the door? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Ralph begins to drive into the forest towards the docks. Yeah. As you're making your way through, the fog gets thicker and thicker. The headlights shine on the dock. You can see the trap that has been set is now missing the blanket. There is just a hole in the ground. I'm going to honk my horn. Awesome. Really loud and annoying. Like, <laughs> As that happens, you hear a slam on the back of the door, like two arms slamming into the back of the van. And then on the side of the van. And then on the other side of the van. Suddenly, the banging stops. Ralph, you and Derek are now holding your breath, secured in the van. As you both look up, you see a glowing face emerge from the fog and hover towards the front of the van. I'm gonna die. Oh my god, we're gonna die. Man hook, car hand. Derek just says, holy shit, reverse and let's go! Yeah, 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 reaction, let's go, let's go. I'm going to try to hit whatever is touching the car. Okay. Then here is how this goes. As you peel into reverse, you turn the wheel trying to hit your assailant. You hear a small bump and a groan before you speed off down the highway. You make your way hours away into the town and let the local authorities know what happened. They house you and call your parents. Before the authorities left for the camp, Derek gave them the piece of paper he took from Nurse Quinn's office. It was the allergens list, and since he knew his didn't match what Nurse Quinn has, he told the authorities this was proof that Nurse Quinn had some devious motive. 
When the authorities arrived, they found Mira cut and sliced up and thrown into the river. A similar fate met Chopin. However, Chopin's body was found in the hole dug by the mage hand. Oh my god. Lisa Ben was found drugged and stabbed, face up, laying on the ground. And of course, they found Rex and Paula. However, they did find one survivor at camp, Nurse Quinn. When Ralph peeled away in the camp van, he was able to run over Nurse Quinn's ankle, leaving her immobile in the woods. She had crawled quite some distance, but the authorities were able to find her. She also had phosphorus residue on her hands and face, and a plaster mask that had been painted was found near her. Nurse Quinn wakes up, handcuffed to a hospital bed, authorities by her side. After denying everything, the authorities show her the mounting evidence against her, and this is Nurse Quinn's confession. Camp Nethermouth never should have reopened. The minute a first counselor went missing, we should have shut down, not continued. Not brought more kids in until we found my son. They kept going like nothing happened. So I made sure they noticed something happened. And I killed those five kids and shut down this camp. There was no reason to bring it back, but when I saw they were, I knew I had to come back and put an end to it once and for all. That Paula wanted to prove something. Well, she proved something all right, didn't she? How dare they all come back? Not one of them searched for my son. Not one of them! They're evil. All of them are evil. Instead of finding my son, that awful bitch Paula turned it into an urban legend to help tell the kids. She turned the disappearance of my son into a camp story. The fog mumbler? How fucking rude. I was planning on waiting for the first campers to arrive, so that way Paula could have the same tragedy happen to her again. She'd know how much of a failure she was before I took her out. But as soon as I saw her smug little face, I knew I had to kill her. I made sure she didn't even make it through the first night. I had to show everybody what happens when you come to Camp Nethermouth. It's not safe there. My son was never found. But I made sure bodies were found so this camp never saw the light of day again. And I'm willing to bet it's shut down for good now. So congratulations, Ralph. You are the sole survivor of Camp Nethermouth. I'm so sorry for abandoning you guys. (laughs) That's that bitch. I killed two of you. Dang. I hope nobody ate my dead body. <laughs> the thing is, is that, like, I don't understand how we died, and I have, like, a full arsenal of things to keep me alive. Not even a fight. There's no fight. Chris is like, no fights. We're done. Yeah, we don't normally end on such a somber, uh, people are dead note, but that's what happened this time. So in the afterlife, uh, Lisa Ben and Chopin, okay. like, for an eternity, we just beat yeah. Nurse Quinn's ass. For an eternity. Oh, yeah, that's the unfortunate part. part. Everyone in this camp that dies there also lives there forever. Oh. So you're now just ghost stuck at the camp. Oh, I mean, but are we corporeal? Because I'm still throwing right? hands. Boo, bitch. Oh, yeah, but you also have five new campers that you need to look after forever. Forever. Aw. Oh, I mean, I'm a teacher. That's fine. <laughs> I'll watch the babies. Yeah, it's going to be a long afterlife for all of you. Also, my greatest fear, assassination by allergy. Ah, I thought that was fun. Well, thank you all for playing my Camp Nethermouth game. 
Uh, sorry you didn't all make it out, but I had a lot of fun doing this. Yes. And thank you all for listening to Roll Gay Roleplay. We are still in between seasons, but we hope that you enjoyed this little teaser of what's to come. We cannot wait to see you for season five, so come back soon. Until then, I think you know where to find us and check out our Discord, check out our website, check out our Patreon. Yeah, check out our Discord. It's really popping. Thank you all for getting us to 200,000 downloads. Uh, yes. Fuck. Thank you all so much. It's crazy. Yes. Thank you, thank you, and we cannot wait to share with you our Season 5 futuristic Neon Metropolis storyline. Until then, bye everyone. Bye! An RGRP LLC production.